Good morning, God morning, great morning. It's Friday. Hallelujah. Uh, welcome to Declaring Victory. This is Reverend E.K. Dawson. This is your host. And welcome to Declaring Victory. Anybody on the line? Good morning. This is Eva Mary. Good, good. All 
Praise the Lord. Yes, God is good all the time. Happy favorite Friday. Thank you for starting us off, Yvonne. Yeah. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Men's Day. It's favorite Friday. Uh, and this is truly the day the Lord has made. We should be glad. We should be ecstatic. We should be elated and rejoice in it. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Reverend E.K., it's Brother Michael. Good morning, sir. How you be? Well, I've been better. Um, my sister passed away Monday, and I'm just asking for continued prayers for our family uh, back in New York, please. Absolutely, absolutely. We are praying and lifting you up, brother, and the fam. Thank you. Strength for the journey. Amen. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Anybody else join the line? Welcome to the class. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Friday. God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day. Hey, hey. Hey, good morning, Miss Marvelous Marv here. Just come and join in with you guys this morning. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Favorite Friday, Men's Day. Glad to have you. Glad to hear you. Good to be here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anybody else join the line? I will bless thee, O Lord. I will bless thee, O Lord, with a heart of thanksgiving. I will bless thee, O Lord, with my hands lifted up and my mouth filled with praise. I will bless thee, O Lord. Hallelujah. Anybody else join us this morning? Good morning, Beverly. <clears throat> Good morning, Beverly. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Declaring Victory, and glad to hear your voice. Thank you. Yes. Good morning, God morning, great morning. Maybe there's somebody that is their first time. We'd love if you'd identify yourself, uh, but we want to welcome you to uh, Declaring Victory this morning. Hey, man, anybody else join the call this morning? Hello, hello, good morning. Happy. Hello, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. You right there. Oh, I'm sorry. Happy Friday. Praise God. Good to hear your voice. Good morning, Happy Friday, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. All right. Amen. Come on, come on back in, brother. Amen. Psalm 40 says, that he was, put a new song That was my heart. That was who? That was me, Boxy. <laughs> my okay, voice. okay, okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. There was a, uh, you didn't hear it. It was another guy that was on, the, I mean, not another guy, but a guy coming in on phone. I heard two voices. Amen, amen. 
Psalm 40 says, he put a new song in my mouth and a hymn of praise to our God. And many will see the fear of the Lord and put their trust in him. And that's Psalms 40. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. I will trust in the Lord. Good morning, it's beloved Barb. Good morning, beloved. I'm excited to see everybody tomorrow. Today is my birthday, and I'm going to be celebrating that with you guys. I am so excited. Wow, that's a twofer. We are excited. We are excited. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to be celebrating 10 years. Amen, amen, amen. Anybody else join the call before we get ready to get started? Hey, good morning, Rev. Good morning, brother. Good morning, E.K. Dawson. Happy Favor Friday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to have a good time. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Looking forward to it. Let your light shine before men that others may see your good works and glorify our God, which is in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope everybody is turning their light on today and letting it shine brightly. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, it's time to go ahead and get started this morning. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, before we get move forward, we're going to ask uh, you to mute your line so that we can proceed. And again, my name is Reverend E.K. Dawson, and I am your host. And uh, thank you for joining Declaring Victory. Excuse me. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, uh, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify and to empower, to encourage, and to equip you in your walk with Christ. And to make sure that you join uh, during the month of January, where our theme is entitled Repentance. And if I could sidebar and say these uh, uh, declarations have been incredible. Amen. Each declare will focus on the necessity and the value of a lifestyle of repentance and its impact uh, of the advancement of the kingdom of God. And to make sure that you invite a friend, make sure you invite someone uh, so that they may be blessed also. Amen. So they may be blessed. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, there is one announcement today. Uh, and stay tuned for our next episode of Friday Night Live with Sister Dee Dee Felder. And uh, we'll notify us when and announce when the next gathering. And you are absolutely sure to be blessed. Hallelujah. The order of the call uh, is prayer and corporate praise will be brought uh, by our own brother Jonathan. And the declaration will be brought by uh, our friend and brother, uh, Pastor Lavelle Jones. Pastor Laville. And then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. Amen. And the scripture for today uh, is 2 Corinthians 7 and 9. Uh, Yet now I am happy, not because you were made sorry, but because your sorrow led to repentance. Uh, For you become sorrowful as God intended so that we were not harmed in any way by us. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, the hearing, and the doing of his holy word. At this time, we're going to ask everyone to put your phone, please, ma'am, please, sir, uh, until instructed to come off of mute. And now I pass the call 
to our very own prayer warrior, Jonathan. Amen. Amen, Brother Jonathan. Just double checking. Amen. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Oh, most wise and holy God. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we give you praise this morning. Thank you for touching us with the finger of love. Thank you for shaking us, Lord God, and welcoming us into a brand new day that we've not seen before. And thank you, Lord, for the anticipation of new mercies that we see, Lord God. Father, we thank you that uh, we literally are wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in you, Lord God. We know that it's truly in you that we live and that we move and that we have our being, Lord God. Here we are at the first uh, month of the year, a brand new year, Lord God. Uh, and we are dedicating that to brand new purpose, Lord God, brand new focuses, Lord God, that we would move and pivot and turn and uh, let you guide us, lead us, Father God. God, that we would relinquish our hold or our stand on the wheel and let you drive, let you, and that we would listen and tune into your ear, Lord, Father God. Father, that we would make you the most important thing in our life, that we would check with you daily, Father God, that you would continue to grow us up, Father God, that you would continue to mature us in the things and the ways of Christ, Lord God. We thank you for these declarations uh, that have been talking about repentance, Lord God, that we would clean ourselves, that we would purge ourselves, Father God, that we would actually do what uh, 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 Psalms 51 says, Lord God. And we ask daily that you would continue to create in us a clean heart and renew in us a right spirit, Lord God. And anything that's not like you, anything, Lord God, we ask that you would purge it from us, that we would relinquish it, and that we would repent, Lord God, and do a 180 and turn away from sin, turn our back on sin, our actions, our thoughts, our thinking, Lord God, that we would try to be more like you daily, Lord, and that you would uh, arise in us, and that the enemy would be scattered daily, Father God. We thank you for being uh, the joy of our salvation. We thank you for keeping us in our right minds, Lord God. And Father, right now, we bless your holy name. We thank you, Father God, for our young people that are going back to school, the college-age uh, students that have gone and are still going uh, back to school and returning, that you give them safe passage, that you would give them safe travels and a renewed mind, a renewed focus, Lord God. Thank you for the opportunity and the time uh, that we celebrate your birth of the sweet baby Jesus, Lord, that, that they were able to come on uh, Christmas break and enjoy their friends and their family and their loved ones, Lord. Lord, we look on the churches, Lord. We look on uh, the, every open door that's open in your name, Father God. We ask now that you would bless uh, every individual church that is represented in the Declaring Victory family, but not only that, churches universal that are open worldwide, Father. Bless the pastor and give the pastor courage, Lord God, uh, that they uh, could stay encouraged, Lord God. And if their head is low, be the lifter of their head. If their head is hung down, Lord God, only you can do it. Resuscitate them with your sweet Holy Spirit, Father God. And all those that are working in ministry, Father, whether they be the, 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 the preacher, the priest, the teacher, the apostle, the what, whatever it is, Father God, uh, give us uh, your word. Give us your word. 
Lord God, and continue to allow this light that we have inside of us for you, Lord God, that it would shine and would draw men, women, and boys and girls uh, that they might cry one day and someday, what must I do to be saved, Lord God? Allow us to live the life that, that if we are the only Bible that someone is reading, Lord God, that we would live worthy, we would walk worthy, we would be worthy, Lord God, of, of who you asked us to be, and that would be a disciple of Christ because we follow in you, Lord God. We want to walk in your way. Father, now we ask that you would uh, uh, bless the, the declarer, Lord God. Bless our event on tomorrow, Lord God, where we celebrate 10 years, hallelujah, and that we give you glory for the vision and the visionary Dion, Lord God. Bless her family. Uh, continue to wrap your loving arms around her, Lord God, and this ministry, Lord, that we would continue to grow and that we would flourish and that we would be strengthened, Lord God, uh, just by the power of prayer. Father, now we would ask that everyone would take their phones off of mute, Father God, and that we would give you a corporate praise. Uh, one unified praise. So come on, declaring victory. Let's corporately give God the praise and the glory. Let's lift him Thank up. You, Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Thank God. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. In the name of Jesus, as we pass the call to the declarer. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Give me just one second. I need to pull this truck over. Y'all, please forgive me because I'm at work. Uh, I want to say uh, thank you uh, to Pastor E.K. Dalton and everyone on the line um, that has played a part so far. God has shown us yet another expression of his love, another opportunity to be on the line. We're in the land of the dying on our way to the land of the living. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm just excited about the love of God in our lives. Um, um, this is a very exciting topic um, this month uh, on repentance. And I just want to call your attention just real quick to Psalm uh, 1, uh, verse number 3. Psalm 1, verse number 3. And I want to start there, and I'll tell you why I'm going there, because in order to be a saint, you've got to learn how to repent. And if you, if you, if you can't repent, then you won't be no saint, all right? And, and, and Psalm 1, uh, verse 3 says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, his leaf shall uh, also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Wow, um, I'm I'm always fascinated over uh, this particular passage uh, for several reasons. Number one, um, as I read it last night, it appeared uh, to me that the writer was sleeping on the job because uh, in most cases, uh, whenever you run into any blessings. Um, Usually, usually uh, the blessings come at the end um, and never at the beginning. Um, uh, before you uh, a diploma, you get a diploma, you got to first go to school. And so before our retirement, you got, must first go to work. I mean, before you get a paycheck, you must first get a job because the blessings normally come at the end. But the psalmist is so excited that he issues out blessings at the beginning, and he places the blessings first. He starts out by saying, first of all, bless. And, and, and saints of God, when you have a repentant heart, are like that. We actually get our blessings on the front end because all of us on the line, if we're saved, when we accepted Christ, he gave us the package deal on the front end. Most of us think that we have to wait and wait and wait and wait to be blessed, but I need to tell you because of my repentive heart, I'm already blessed. Because when I accepted Christ as my personal Savior, He gave me the right, um, He gave me right then everything that I needed. You see, He just knows how to issue out um, blessings at any given time. And I like it because God Himself always used math a little different than we use it. I guess what I'm saying is that God counts different than the way we count. 
for instance, man says one plus one plus one equals three. God says no, one plus one plus one equals one. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, three but one. We say uh, two times five equals ten, but God says no. Two times five equals five thousand. Two fish and five barley loaves of bread. And 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 when he had finished, um, he he um, when he when he finished eating the multi, uh, uh, he multiplied it and fed uh, five thousand men, not including the women and children. We say in order to get, you must add. But the Lord says in order to get, you must divide. Um, the rich young ruler came to him and said, Master, what can I do to inherit eternal life? And the Lord said, Go and sell what you have. Divide it among the poor. Come and you shall have riches in the kingdom. We say in order to get up, you got to go up. But the Lord says the way up is down. And the way to become rich is to become poor. Now, now you do remember that, that Jesus came down in order for us to go up. He became poor in order for us to become rich. He became disgrace in order for us to have amazing grace. And I want to clarify that right there, amazing grace. I know we sing the song, Amaze and Grace. No, it's really not Amaze and Grace. It's amazing grace. Why do you say that, Jones? Because it's God's grace that's so amazing. So let me let me let me take a few minutes and and walk through this text if you don't mind. First of all, he gives us the path of the saint. He says, first of all, he that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, which means that you ought not listen to sinners. Don't don't get advice from ungodly. And most of us have a short connection or short vision of ungodly people because we put ungodly in one little basket. We say ungodly people are pimps, prostitutes, gamblers, dope addicts, you know, a few liars. Uh, they are ungodly, but they're not the only ungodly because uh, you may conversate with ungodly people on a daily basis. You, you might be living with ungodly people. An ungodly person is a person who's not walking in the will and the way of the Lord. He says, don't listen to the ungodly. But then he says, not only don't listen to the ungodly, but he also says, don't linger with the ungodly because he says, or stand in the way of the sinner. In other words, don't start spending time, uh, too much time with sinful people because when you're around them, try to win them to the Lord. Uh, don't be buddy-buddy with the ungodly. I had someone call me just yesterday and said, Pastor, uh, we need to evangelize the city. We need to take over uh, Sacramento and evangelize the city. Uh, the city, and we need to take over Stockton, evangelize the city. And y'all, I don't have no issue with us evangelizing um, our cities. I, I don't have no issue with going, knocking on doors, telling men, women, boys, and girls that the wages of sin is death. Uh, but I had to stop them when they told me that. I said, why do we have to go knock on doors to win the ungodly? And and she said, what do you mean, Pastor? I said, sometimes all you got to do is turn over in the bed. You you might be sleeping with an ungodly person. You might be sleeping with a sinner. Your your kids in your house uh, uh, may be sinners. Your your grandchildren. Why you got to go win everybody else when it ought to work at your house? You know. So so watch what he said. He said, "Don't listen um, to the sinner. Don't linger with the sinner." But then he says, "Don't laugh at sinners because it says, nor sit in the seat of the scornful." In other words, don't laugh at their mess. Don't get tickled because they're sinful. Don't laugh when you see a 
a person drunk or strung out on drugs because uh, without the grace of God, we too might be in the same condition. So I'm not here today by happenstance. I'm here today because I've been saved by the grace of God. And because I have a repentant heart, God has allowed me uh, certain liberties in the kingdom because I recognize the fact when I mess up, I know how to go to God. Um, uh, uh, and I thank God that I'm saved by his grace, and I'm here because of his unsparing mercy. So he said, first of all, the saints should be separated from the world, but he also said he should be satisfied with the word. Now, I'm, I, I know I'm declaring y'all because watch what he says, but his delight is in the law of the, of the Lord. In other words, he, he, he is satisfied with the word. You see, you, you can be broke and still be satisfied. You can be outdoors, still be satisfied. You can be home alone, still be satisfied because the sincere milk of the word will be a comforter when you're lonely. It will be a burden lifter when you're burdened. It can, it can be food for you when you're hungry. It can be a battle ax in the time of war. That's why the writer says that I will hide his word in my heart. Amen. And I thank God for the word because I'm separated from the world. I'm satisfied with the word, but I'm saturated in his water. Because if you keep reading, he said that the tree shall be planted by the rivers of water. And notice there's an S on the word rivers, which means I got supply coming from a lot of different areas. Now watch this. Um, uh, notice he said that his saints shall be like a tree. And I, I, I talked to the saint about that last night. I said, I said, saint, uh, 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 can I be like something other than a tree? I mean, after all, God used the wind in so many different areas. He used the water. He used fire. Why can't I be like water? Uh, he said, because uh, Moses, uh, I said, because Moses turned water into blood. Uh, when Israel was in the wilderness and the water was bitter, he had a tree fall in the water to make the, the bitter water sweet. When Israel needed uh, to cross the Red Sea, they had to cross uh, water. And Jesus was baptized in water. Why can't I be like water? But the psalmist came back and said, preacher, you can't be like water because water likes to take the image of everything it gets next to. If you put water in something flat, it will lay flat. If you put water in something crooked, it will be crooked. Put water in something straight, it will be straight. Stand water up, it will stand tall. Lean it, it will lean. Heat it up, it will evaporate. Freeze it, it will turn to ice. You can't be like water because water looks like, uh, likes to look like too many other things. Well, if I can't be like water, can I be like the wind? I mean, after all, God did use the wind. You do remember when Israel got hungry and he brought uh, bread in for breakfast and they were still complaining. So he took the wind and flew a cubby of quail so they could have meat for breakfast and meat for dinner. He took the wind when Ezekiel walked out uh, in, in a valley full of dry bones. I mean, there were head bones too headstrong to listen, neck bones too stiff and sin to turn from wrong to right, back bones that had been lying in the bed of adultery, thigh bones that had been sitting in the seat of scornful, knee bones that had been bowing to idle gods, leg bones that had been standing in the way of sinners, toe bones that had been tipping in and out of other folks' back door. And when he had finished preaching, the bones were together but still dead. God said, now preach to the wind and when he preached to the wind, flesh came on those bone, those dry bones, and they lived. Remember, on the day of Pentecost, he used the voice of the wind. So he said it was a sound of a rushing mighty wind that filled the house where they were sitting. Why can't I be like wind? 
But the psalmist shouts back at me last night, you can't be like the wind because the wind changes too much. It comes from the the, uh, the south one minute, the north the next minute, the east, the west, because you, you, you have to sit on a solid foundation. So you ought to be able to say, on Christ the solid rock, I'll stand. Uh, you can't be like water. You can't be like wind. Well, how about fire? Psalmist, after all, you remember when you when 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 you got ready uh, to get Moses' attention, he set a a bush on fire. When Elijah challenged the real God, he challenged the God that answered by fire. Jeremiah wanted to quit preaching, but he found out it was like fire shut up in his bones. And on the day of Pentecost, they used tongues of fire that set up upon each of them. Why can't I be like fire? The psalmist shouts back, says, "You can't be like fire because I'm saving my fire for the last days." All liars shall have their part in the lake that burns with fire. So the same fire that will warm me up will turn around and burn me up because he said, I want my saint to be like a tree. Well, let me see. Uh, I'll tell you a few things about this tree. Listen uh, at it, if you will. First of all, it's, 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 it's all different. All, um, everything you know when it dies, it lays down. Dogs die, they lay down. Cats die, they lay down. Horses die, they lay down. But when a tree dies, it dies standing. And by standing and dead, it's a hazard to anybody who walks underneath it. You can walk under a dead tree, limb hit you, knock you in the head, kill you on the spot. Well, I need to tell you that there are some folks who are dead standing up because they won't repent. And when you are dead standing, you become a hazard to anyone around you. Have you ever seen anybody and you were happy until you saw them? I mean, you, you had joy in your heart. You, you, you were smiling until your eyes fell on them. And just looking at them killed your spirit. Just looking at them changed your whole attitude. You got in an old nasty mood because you saw them a hazard while standing up. And I know that many of us don't like it, but the church is the place where you ought to make some noise. I, I mean, this is the place where saints are born again. This is the place where we come to worship and praise the true and living God. I can understand why why, why some people uh, don't say nothing in worship, even though they've been forgiven. When they get to worship, uh, they don't realize the fact how after they repented, they, they, they don't understand the fact that they've been forgiving. And, 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 and sometimes I don't understand why they come to worship and don't say anything because listen at the word worship, 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 worship. Uh, you see, I worship God because of what he's worth to me. And maybe he may not be worth anything to you, but if he ain't worth anything to you, then you ain't going to say nothing. If he hasn't done anything for you, if he hasn't forgiven you like he's forgiven me, I can understand why you're not saying anything. I can understand you're not rejoicing because, you see, when the Lord found me, I was at the bottom of the garbage can and he picked me up and he took red blood and put it on a black heart and washed it whiter than snow. And, and maybe you can be quiet, but I got too much uh, to be thankful for, for what he's done in my life and how he's forgiven me and given me another chance after I went to him time and time again. I told him a long time ago, if you saved my life, I'd serve him. And you see, you need to let somebody else know that I'm, I'm on the same side that you're on. I've been washed by the same blood. I've been redeemed. I've been sanctified. I've been set apart for holy use. But then have you ever noticed most of the time in the winter we put on extra clothes? Y'all, I'm out here on this garbage truck and I got on extra clothes uh, today. But in the summer, y'all, we take off clothes. So, uh, and we do it so we can relax. So we can cool off. I mean, I mean, I mean, we want to be cool when it's hot. So we take off clothes. But but a tree is just the opposite. 
a tree takes off clothes in the winter and puts on clothes in the summer. What are you saying, uh, Pastor Jones? If I'm a saint, that means that I ought not act like the world. The world don't need to look at me and think that I'm one of them because I'm different. I look different. I act different. I live different because I'm not following the world. The world has to has to follow me. You see, I'm not a taillight. I'm a headlight. And God told me to be the salt. So I'm seasoned. I'm flavor. I flavor the world. And the world can look at me and see that I've been changed, that I've been born again, that something has happened in my life without me ever wearing a big cross around my neck or hanging a sign on my back advertising that I'm a child of God. Whenever the world sees me, they ought to know that the Lord has laid his hands on me and I've been forgiven. But watch, watch the tree again. The tree grows down before it grows up. It goes down so the roots can root itself underneath the soil soil and 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 it's not 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 growing down just to be growing down not only are are, are the roots gripping themselves but the roots are feeding the tree and the text says that the tree is a little different from flowers and plants because they are seasonal and I want to know how many uh seasonal folk do we have on uh declared victory uh we got a lot of seasonal folks. My theme for both my churches this year is the cost of commitment. What are you committed to? Um, and it's important because all of us are committed to something, right? Uh, and they're seasonal. So in other words, uh, they die when the weather change. But not so with a tree. A tree is being fed from under the surface. So when other stuff die, a tree keeps on living. And I like that because when saints have a firm foundation when the world commits suicide because of surface stuff saints keep on living because you got a reservoir from underneath the soil that keeps feeding you that keeps giving you a supply i mean have you ever seen folks and you wonder where they get their strength from you wonder how it is that they're still standing and how they're still making it the reason they can keep making it is because they laid a firm foundation and I need to tell somebody that you need to lay one because sooner or later your life will be placed at a test. Even at the beginning of 2024, your life will be placed at a test. And if you don't have a firm foundation when your test comes, you won't be able to handle your storm. Somebody on the line knows that storms will come, testing times will show up, and you can tell just as good when a tree is out there that got shallow roots. When a storm comes and, and hit the tree, it falls all over and the roots are laying all up on top of the surface. But if you got a tree with long roots, when the storm comes, the tree will bend, but it'll bounce back. And I'm saying that in our life of repentance. If we go to God with a sincere heart, understand that's your firm foundation, knowing that you know how to repent and you know how to go to God and tell God you're sorry. I've seen folks that was in storm 10 years ago and ain't made it back yet. I've seen folks in storms. You still uh, two years ago and ain't made it, made it back. You 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 still leaning. You you still bending. But if, if you have a firm foundation, when the storms come, it might bend you. But you got bouncing back endurance. And so I came to declare today, um, you got to be able to bounce back when storms come in your life. You say, well, Pastor, my mama died, and that shook me. Well, other mothers have died. You say, I lost my job. Folk losing jobs every day. You say, but my wife left me. They still leaving every day. You say, but my child left home. Good. You say, but I'm broke. That's all right. Your father ain't broke. You say, uh, but I don't know how I'm going to make it. Well, I know somebody that can handle it. You see, I've discovered that it's not so much your problem that mess you up. 
but it's how you handle your problem. You see, your attitude uh, your attitude of repentance has a lot to do with your altitude. If you have a bad attitude, then your altitude is going to be down because you act like you don't need to ask God for forgiveness. But if you've got a good attitude in the midst of your storm, God will lift you higher than you've ever been. So the tree goes down and then the tree uh, goes up. The tree gains endurance as it starts going up. That means it takes more to get it down than it did the year before. Ah. I don't make the same mistakes as often as I used to. I'm not going to tell you that I don't make mistakes, but I don't make them as often as I used to. Why? Because of my endurance, because it takes more to get me down this year than it did last year. Last year, a little wind blew me over, but this year it's going to take a stronger wind, uh, and the next year is going to have to be a hurricane because every time I repent, every time I get closer to God, I'm getting stronger and stronger. Sometimes I used to bend a little bit, of, uh, I'm going to use this word loosely, a lot of it, but now when the storm comes, it just, it just shakes itself. And, and, and he used that stuff to get you down. It, 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 don't, it don't even, it, it, things don't even shake you anymore like it used to. You, 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 you just go uh, right on through those trials and, and you're able to say through man, many dangers, toils and snares, I've already come. Uh, uh, but watch this, I'm through. So the path, he, he don't walk in the council. His pleasure, he delight himself in the Lord, and his prosperity is he bringing forth fruit. In other words, if you are really a saint, you ought to produce some fruit. Let me show you what I'm talking about. If mama, when trouble comes, is walking the floor nervous, and, 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 and she said, I don't know how I'm going to make it, uh, her child, when trouble comes, He'll, he'll be right behind her. But on the other hand, if a mama and daddy know how to handle crisis when storms come, uh, they're somewhere sitting down and saying, this too will pass. Then when your child see you calm and handling the storm, they can say, I ain't worried about a thing. My mama and daddy told me this too will pass, so I ain't going to let it sweat me. I'm going to go on and get me some sleep. How many on the line knows that your storm will pass? How many of you know that if you're burdened, he's a burden bearer? How many of you know that uh, when doors are closed, he, he, he's the door? Wow, that's the God we serve. Now watch his prosperity is that uh, he, he shall bring forth his fruit in his season, his position as he's planted. In other words, he's not here just because a wind blew him here. He's not here uh, just by chance. He said, the reason I'm here where, where I am is because God planted me here. God knew I was going to mess up. But he knew I was going to ask for forgiveness, too. So he planted me here. And when the Lord has planted you, can't nobody but the Lord move you. You see, sometimes we let other folks make us nervous about our position, about what we got. And we start thinking they're going to take it from us. But if God plants you, listen, can't nobody get what you got because what you have is tailor fit for you. Y'all, uh, I wear tailor suits. I, I, I go get my suits made, uh, and, 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 and my suits ain't going to fit you. Uh, no matter how uh, good E.K. Dawson looks, my, my suits ain't going to fit him. And my blessings are like that. My blessings won't fit you, and your blessings won't fit me. He said, I've been planted. Now, watch his prosperity. I got to get out of here. Uh, watch what he, it, it said at the end of the last verse, and whatsoever he do, doeth shall prosper. Have you heard somebody say, 
looked like everything he touched turns to gold. Everything she touched turns to gold. In other words, he prospers or she prospers in, 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 in his or her work life. They prosper in their wedding life. They prosper in their war life, and they prosper in their word life. In other words, uh, everything they set out to do, it looks like God has laid his hand on them. And I'm glad I don't have to worry because, number one, I've been planted here. Number two, I'm walking in the path. Number three, my pleasure is in the word of God. And number four, God has given me a permanent residence. In other words, I, I, I will not be set out. I've got a building not made with hands. But then, fifthly, because of my permanent spot when storms come, they just might rock me. Uh, from one side to to another, but because of my repentive heart, and because I'm on a solid foundation, a firm foundation, because when it looks bad on the surface, I'm still being fed from underneath the ground. I got nourishment that you can't see with the naked eye, and the only way that I'm able to stand this morning is because of the foundation that I'm standing on. I tell you, I I, I want to be like a tree. Now I, I I now now I know how a real saint of God is supposed to look like um, and, 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 and act like. A saint is supposed to have and produce fruit, and a saint is supposed to stand. You know, that's all I'm doing, just standing, because when the storm comes, I've got to stand. When the wind blows, I've got to stand. Wow. I mean, I've had some tears and sorrows. I've had questions on tomorrow. There, there have been times that I didn't know right from wrong, but in every situation, God has given me blessed consolation to let me know my trials only come to make me strong. And I thank God for every mountain, for every valley, for every hill. Um, if I've never had any problem, I'd never know God could bring me through. I wouldn't know what faith in God could do. So through it all, y'all, I've learned how to trust in Jesus. I've learned how to depend on his word. And, y'all, that's why I, I, I have no problem with repenting and reaching out to God and letting God know, God, I'm sorry for what I've done, what I've said, because I know who you made me and I know who you called me to be. And so as you go through 2024, learn how to have a lifestyle of repentance, but be sincere about your repentance because God wants you to be like a tree laid on a firm foundation. May God bless y'all. May God keep y'all. Y'all, I got to get back to work in this truck. Um, so um, I want to say good morning to everyone. If you haven't said good morning, now is your time. Good morning. 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 Thank you for that. The word of God. Good morning. Thank you for your declaration. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. Super nice. Good morning, anyone else? It's just a word, y'all. It's just the word of God. Hey, good morning, family. Cedric's on the call. Good morning, good morning. All right. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. This is Good morning. Good morning. This is Monica. Good morning, Veronica. No, Monica. Good morning, Good morning, everyone else. Good morning. Good morning, consistent. Amen. Good morning. This is wonderful. Good morning. This is Mary. Thank you for that declaration.
right. Good morning. All right. Is there anyone had, um, as as Tanya, not Tanya, would say, an aha moment, or is there any questions, any comments on the declaration? Now's your time. Talk to me. Y'all talk, I'll listen. Okay, DD, start it off because they they quiet this moment. Pastor Lavelle, this is Juanita. I didn't get to hear your whole declaration, but when I tuned in, you was on fire for me. I just I love what you um, were saying about repentance, about the tree. Um, God is good. I just thank you um, for your share this morning. And I'll go well, back and listen to the playback. All right. All right. Praise God for mm-hmm. you. All right. Anyone else? Now's your turn. Come on. Any questions? Any hey, Rose. Good morning. There she is. Good morning. I couldn't is. get off. I couldn't get off. I couldn't get off mute. I'm cleaning, cleaning the, the school for these babies so they can come in and be all sanitized. But thank you for your share. Um, we have to remember. I love what you said about repentant heart, and no matter what we've done, because we've all done stuff. We all stink from time to time. But when we have a repentant heart, and we we know, like nobody can tell me about me better than me, right? Because I have a relationship with Him, no matter what it looks like to other people. And if we if we understand that, my walk don't have to match your walk, right? And I'm glad you talked about salvation. And um, to just really understand what repentance lifestyle is. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. And so we remember that it's not a grace card, but it's to know that with a with a heart that's really pure and you want him to forgive you for what you've done, that's why he gave his only son. If we really think about the cross, too, it's connected. It, and then, like I said, I'm just grateful to understand the lifestyle of repentance. It's not because I'm not going to fall short, because I most likely have already fallen short this morning, but just to have a repentance heart. So thank you, brother, and I love you to life. Be safe out there, man. And I got your text this morning. I was on top of it. Uh, thank you, Didi. That was that was awesome. Um, and and I think I think that's very important of understanding, y'all, where we are. Uh, some people act like they don't do no wrong, and y'all, it 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 it, it makes me sick to my stomach. Um, y'all, I I do a lot. I do a lot. I have two churches. Uh, I'm a I'm a hospice chaplain for two agencies, and I got a full time job. I got a full time job, and I know some people say, why 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 do you have two churches and a full time job? Well, I know how I like to live, and I don't want nobody to keep me nibbling on short grass. But let me say this. People say to me, uh, Lavelle, why, why, why aren't you becoming a bishop? Why aren't you a bishop? Let me tell you all something. Um, I like being a servant. I, I don't need a title uh, called bishop, uh, apostle, anything else like that. Now, I respect those that are. Don't get me wrong. That's between them and God. I don't have any, any issue with that. Um, but I, I was with a bishop um, a couple of weeks ago, I'll say that. Let me just say that. I was with a bishop a couple of weeks ago, and and what makes me sick, y'all, is the arrogance of some people. Now, I'm not going to tell you who it was because somebody might say that, well, well you're talking about my bishop. Okay, well, if it's your bishop, it's your bishop. Um, the arrogance of, of some people of a title when 
when it's amazing to me when we all have fallen short, we all have done some things we shouldn't have done. And the Bible says that we have not a high priest that can't be touched but with the feelings of our infirmities. Now, something wrong when you can touch Jesus, but you can't touch your pastor. There's something wrong with that. Because all of us have fallen short, and just like I have to repent, you have to repent too. So be careful of titles. Be careful who you are. Be careful how you act in front of people, because the same God that forgives one forgives the other. All right? Anyone else? Somebody mute your phone. I can hear everything you're doing. I got enough background noise. Anyone else? Now's your time. Come on. Questions, comments? Good morning, sir. Good morning, good morning. Great Bible. Great Bible teaching. Uh, you, you you kept saying something right there. You said how people act, um, the entertaining thing. It, it's not an entertainment. It, it's, you have to distinguish that between that and a lifestyle. Lifestyle is not entertainment. It's it's some it's it's a lifestyle, living for Christ. So thank you. You just kept saying act, and I'm just like people act all kind of ways. People you know are one way in front of you and act a different way somewhere else. They fall out in church and then get up and get on the highway and cut somebody out. It's an act. But when you really, really repent and live for Jesus, it doesn't become an act anymore. It becomes a lifestyle. So thank you for your share, sir. I appreciate you. And I'm, I apologize to you. I did not call your daughter yesterday, but I'm going to reach out to her today. I apologize because I had so much going I on I talked yesterday. to her. Just watch out oh, for the raccoons out there because they out. Stop, watch out. Stop. Stop it. Listen, I'm glad you said that, Rochelle, because, listen, um, um, if if y'all knew everything it was to know about me, if y'all knew me like Dion and, 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 and Dee Dee and them, know me, know me, if you knew everything it was to know about me, you wouldn't want to hear me preach. Truth of the matter is, if I knew everything it was to know about you, I probably wouldn't want to preach to you. But we ought to thank God that because of our repentant, repentant heart, that God allows us another chance to get it right and to do it over. And now I can say, uh, like the psalmist, that I'm going to be a tree like a, 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 a tree like a planet by the rivers of water, uh, because because even though I got issues, I'm still standing. And that ought to be your encouragement today, that even though you got issues, you're working on your issues and you're still standing and you're getting, you're, can I say it this way? You're getting gooder and gooder and gooder and gooder and gooder, right? And nobody can point their finger at you because they got issues too. They just don't want to talk about their issues. They just don't want you to know that they got issues. They, you know, most people want you to believe that they got, they got one wing and the other one is coming COD next week uh, through Amazon or something. You know, no. Truth of the matter is we all struggling with something. So so you let your issues be yours and let mine be mine, but, the, the, but we can't agree that God is working on us. Amen. Anyone else? Come on. Hey, brother. This is Didi. I have to jump in after you just said that wing off COD. You so silly. But it's true because if we knew, I just thinking about that this morning, if we put all our stuff in a pile, right, and we could all see each other's mess, I'll, I'm picking mine up. I don't want none of your mess, but I'm grateful to God that he, he can He can do all things. So no matter how messed up we've been, I'm talking about me, I've been at 56, my heart, he knows, and you know, you that's a, he knows my heart, he does know my heart, but he also knows that I've made an effort to grow in some areas. 
and you can't stay stuck. I think you might have said something about that too. You still who you are even last year. There's no growth, and and we're not perfect. I got so many issues, um, but I'm grateful. When you think about the people in the Bible, some saints go so deep, but if they really understood some of the Bible characters that they honor and they admire, God had to deliver them from stuff. You know what I mean? If you really study David and all the different the different Bible people, you would understand. So, Lavelle, I tell you publicly, I love you, brother. I've seen you grow. I know your shortfalls and you like, you know, mine, but there's no judgment because I love you through them. And plus, I promised Mama Jones that I was going to be your big sister, so I can't, you know, I can't go back on my word to her. Love you. Well, y'all do know, Dee Dee do need to repent. If y'all see the stuff she sent me on Facebook, she really needs to repent on a daily basis. A daily basis. She keeps me laughing. On Facebook. <laughs> but, no, you're so, so right, so right. You didn't have to bring up my mama because I miss my mama. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but she's so right. She's so right. And the truth of the matter is, yes, if I like that, that analogy that if we all put our, our, our problems in a pile, uh, you go back and pick up yours because I would pick up mine too. I'd be like, I don't want to deal with what Dee Dee and them are dealing with. I'd rather deal with my own stuff because it ain't that bad. Okay. Anyone else? Anyone else? Hey there, my brother Lavelle. This is uh, Marv. Uh, it's good to hear your voice this morning. And I really thank you for your words. Uh, yeah, but just uh, don't be mad when somebody tell you, you know, Marv was up preaching a sermon one day and it sounded like Lavelle uh, message. <laughs> but I just enjoyed you today. But just the other day, leaving out a Bible study, um, I was talking with one of the brothers and he came and he said, well, you know, um, I won't be able to make it to church Sunday um, because uh, my group, um, he's part of one of the halls, and not to mention which hall it is, um, they were doing something on Sunday, meeting with another hall. And I was like, well, you know, you can't let um, other groups or other things keep you away from the things of God. And it looked like you're being drawn further and further away by the hall. And you can't be committed to two things. So, you know, you're going to either love one and hate the other. So somewhere you're going to have to draw the line. And I, I love what you were saying about, you know, being separated from the world and being satisfied with the word. Uh, but there was a third part that you put to that as well. And I didn't remember which one that was. But um, but I really thank you for today, okay? God bless you. Yes, yeah, saturated. Saturated. Um, but, but then let me tell you this. It ain't nothing wrong with being a copycat as long as you're copying the, route, the right cat. I just want you to know that, you know. Ain't nothing wrong with being a copycat, as long as you cap, copy in the right cat. And and and, 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 and let me tell you, All right, when, you, when you use it, just give me credit. Just give me credit. That's all. Ain't nobody's original. Nobody's original. I seen somebody uh, somebody put on Facebook just the other day. Preachers are plagiarizing. They plagiarize. They preach other folks' stuff. And this and that. Let me tell you something. I preach somebody's stuff every Sunday. It's called Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. I preach it every Sunday. Everything I have is borrowed. <laughs> Jesus borrowed a donkey. So ain't nothing wrong with you borrowing anybody else's stuff. Use it and make it yours. When you when you when you when you use it, make it your own. That's all you gotta do. I encourage that. Right? Anyone else? Come on. Now's your time. Come on. Hey, Pastor Lavelle. Oh my goodness. Uh, you know what? I ain't got nothing to say. You used to be my homie. You know, <laughs> Why you treat me so bad? You and your hood. 
Why are you <laughs> preaching so bad? You know, you know I can hear you. Here. You preach uh, uh, right here. Uh-uh. You call me later. Anyway, you preach it. You preach it this morning. I got to get it. I want that chicken. Can you get our recipe, bro? Can you Go ahead. Talk to you later. I was just saying you you're preaching this morning. You are. You hitting some you hit some uh some uh nails on the head this morning. You are you you get me there today. I appreciate that. But thank you. I learned from the best. Dee Dee is my sister. Don't y'all know my big sister? I learned from the best. Come on, someone else. Y'all got time. Come on. Who else? Questions, comments? Come on. Okay, okay, I got a question for you. If if you're if you don't have a repentant heart, why don't you have a repentant heart? Why why don't you repent like you should? Why why don't you do the things that you should do? You're you're good at telling everybody else what they should do. What about you? Point to yourself and say, He's talking about you. Oh, y'all don't want to talk to me now. Y'all, y'all not going to talk to me? Why is it so hard for you to repent? But you're good at talking about other people's what they should do. What about you? I can hear somebody say, oh, you ain't talking about me. You ain't talking about me. Good morning, Lavelle. Good morning. How you doing? You know, um, I remember my first time appearing on TV here in Sacramento, and I had to go on. First of all, I was a bit embarrassed from my past, and I was like, I was so nervous. Just all the cutting up I had did in my past. And I was like, I don't want to go on TV. You know, to myself, I'm talking like, I don't want to go on TV. People may recognize me. They may call in and say, oh, she used to be this, that, and the other. But I tell you one thing, I'm so glad that God is who he is. I'm so glad that God delivered me from so many things. I'm so grateful. And, And repentance is freedom for me. I said this yesterday. It's freedom. And God has a sense of humor. <laughs> Not only was I on TV once, I was on every um, TV station in Sacramento several times. So all that I had trying to carry back, all that past and all that garbage I was carrying, I had to let that stuff go. God had already forgiven me. I had already, my life had been, you know, started changing in 2009, you know. And so I was like, in, in, just holding on to that mess. But I'm so grateful that God loves me and for, and he's a forgiving God. I'm very grateful. And not only that, Ryan, at the same time, remember I was suffering from panic attacks and anxiety and couldn't drive over the bridge. Well, guess what? God gave me three jobs in San Francisco, in Oakland, that I had to go to. Needed the money at that time. I could not turn those jobs down. And God gave me the strength, you know, to get across that bridge. Forty-some years old to go across the bridge. What? But he gave me the strength, the courage. I had to cut, I had to roll my window down, y'all. 
I had to pray, cut up the music to, to get the distractions out of my head to drive across the bridge. And today I am free. I can drive anywhere now. I can appear on even any TV station now. He's a deliverer. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Now, Rochelle, you still there, Rochelle? I'm here, sir. Listen, you want to talk about raccoon. I was at Ruth's house one day, and I saw, we saw the biggest raccoon we ever saw. We thought it was, we thought it was a dog, huh, Ruth? <laughs> yeah. No, but but that that that's good. That's a good testimony, uh, Ruth. And and many people won't won't admit that they you know. But you have to you have to admit and realize where you are in order for God to help you. Now, when I say to y'all, I'm not worthy. When you say I'm not worthy, saying I'm not worthy is not an insult to your character. It's simply a compliment to God's grace. Because when I say I'm not worthy, what I'm literally saying is that I can't be anything apart from God. I need God on my side. And the truth of the matter is, Ruth, we're going to always have that. Somebody's going to always remember where you are, where you've been, what you've done. You don't think I get that when I go preach? Folks, some, some, some folks don't want to hear me preach and stuff, but that's all right. I had a member. I had a member who who talked about me like a dog. When I tell you she talked about me, every, every day it was a new story about Lavelle William Jones, Pastor Lavelle Jones. But every time I preach, she would break her neck to get there. She would break her neck to get to where I'm preaching. And people are, are going to always have something to say. But the truth of the matter is, Ruth, when you go and bow down and talk to the Lord with a repentant heart, people don't know what you say to God, and that's between you and God. So that what they try and do, they try and get other people not to like you based on what, what happened with you and them. Well, the truth of the matter is, as you said, it's between you and God. And it's amazing how God continues to elevate you and continues to use you to do things that you never thought you would do. You talk about one job, two jobs, now three. You know, look at look, look what God does for you because God, God knows your heart. People don't know your heart, but God knows and understands your heart. So I commend you for being transparent in that. Amen. Anyone else? Anyone else? We got a few more. Come on. Hey there, Pastor. Uh, one of the things that um, I think is uh, a hard thing is dealing with the fear of consequences. I mean, it's one thing to be embarrassed. It's one thing to have to deal with the image, but also the consequences that come behind it. Um, but one of the things that I've learned is that, you know, the positive uh, things that you get from uh, the positive consequences, rather, um, is better than the negative consequences. So there's always going to be some good. It's going to outweigh the negative. And so you benefit from just being able to just go ahead and repent and just get get the things out of the way. It's an effort involved in it. And sometimes we're just fearful about the effort um, that we put forth. I like that. There's consequences in everything that you do. But understanding uh, when, you, when it comes to real repentance and true repentance, it makes you feel better. Um, one thing we need to understand, we can go back and look at the story of the prodigal son. Uh, when he came home and told his daddy he was sorry, I'm paraphrasing, but his daddy said, I don't care where you've been, you're still my child. I don't care what you've done, 
you're still my child. You went too far and you stayed too long, but you got home on time. And I think that's the blessing that we need to understand, that God always stands with, with outstretched arms. And them same folk that criticize you, he's standing with outstretched arms for them too. They just don't want to admit it. It just, it just, it just, it just disturbs me when people act like that. That what you did is the only sin in the book. Like God never forgave them. When the truth of the matter is, we're all dealing with something, and your level of struggle ain't mine, and mine ain't yours. That's just like I was talking about the tailored suits that I wear. You can't fit my suit, and I can't fit yours. That's why it's designed and tailored just for me. My blessings are designed and tailored just for me. Just like yours are. Anyone else? Come on. Hey, brother. Yes, Didi. I know it's not too much being said this morning on the call. It's quiet. And that's not always a bad thing because we need to hear the word. We need to let it uh, penetrate and we need to, like, meditate on it, have a Selah moment to what we've been poured in. This is day 12 of January, and I was thinking about that, and Brother Marv made me think too. It's like um, everything that you do, God sees it. So it doesn't matter how you appear. You show up, and I always tell the story how I've greeted. I've been a greeter at my church for so many years, so I'm on the front line. And you get to see the people come in, and you get to see, um, I don't know, was it Shell that said? Or oh, somebody said, like, you're, you're one way. It's like acting. It's not an act. So as you're coming through the threshold of the church, you change into the sanctuary saint, right? And then mess around and let your kids tell your business because that's what happens. It's like you can't, you need to try to really be the same. If that makes sense, grow, but don't act because it's not an act. We can't be acting. It's not, he doesn't want us to be imitated. He want to be imitated of him, but not try to, to have masquerades and make people think we're something that we're not because um, he can't really bless a fake person. Like, you know what I mean? He wants to bless who you really are. He knows anyway, but all this fronting and, and like you said, people need titles and a title don't matter. It doesn't. If you're not being who, you know, if you're not being who you're saying you are to God, because he knows. It doesn't matter what people think. And I agree with you, brother, and, and um, Ruth, too. People are going to talk about you because they have selective amnesia. We've all been somewhere. We've all done some things. And if, like you said, if we all knew each other's stuff, we wouldn't, it wouldn't be a call. Let's, let's keep it 100. So I thank you again. It's just been a great morning. So the quiet is not a bad thing. Not at all. Hey. Hey, sis, ain't no future in your front. But when uh, we talk about um, the repentance. I like that. We ought to sing that song. We ought to sing that song, DJ Quick. DJ Quick, DJ Quick. I'm sorry. Um, when I mean, we think M about a life of. That was MC Breed. I'm sorry. Yeah. When we think about a lifestyle of repentance, it takes away, when we constantly repent, it takes away that. Um, what people think and what people say about you, because we know that God has genuinely forgiven us. So we don't forget what we've done, but we can live in that freedom because we're repenting to the one who gives us that freedom in what we've done. You know, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But what do we do? We get up and we, we do what we're supposed to do. Look at Saul. Saul took all that that he was doing, how he was, you know, uh, talking about and blaspheming uh, Christ, when he and when uh, Jesus, when Jesus saved him, he took that same energy and walked in it and walked in it strong. So that's what we need to do. All that stuff that we did, if we really repentance 
or we have harder repentance, then take that energy and put it towards serving, doing the things of God that the word tells us to do. So that, that's my two bits. That's what I do. I know I've done some stuff. I know I've said some stuff. But when the Lord brings it to me, I, I, Lord, help me to go to this person because, you know, yesterday my daughter, a, a dude tried to get at, tried to tell me about something, and my daughter snapped off. I was like, I wonder where she got that from. But then I had to repent because I was just like, oh, my God, that's me right there. That's what I would used to do. But I had to tell her, baby, it's okay. I got this. It's It's good. Stay in your place. I got it. But that's what a heart of repentance. I didn't pop off. She did. But I had to realize that was me looking me looking at me at that age. So, hey, it is what it is. I just call God and ask him to forgive me and help me to do better, help me to teach her to do better once she gets to where I'm at. I like that. Can I be transparent with y'all as a, I don't want to say a pastor. I want to say a friend. Just I want to be transparent. And I need y'all to hear me when I say this. One of the longest journeys that I've ever had in my life, it was not when my son was killed. It was not when my mom died, my dad died, my sister died, my brother died, my pastor died. One of the longest journeys that I've ever had in this, in this life, hear me when I say this, the longest journey that I've ever had was from my office to the pulpit. Somebody saying, how can that be? Because Greater Harvest in Mount Zion knows Pastor Jones, but I know Lavelle. And some of the stuff that I'm guilty of doing, it's amazing. And I struggle with God still using me. But it's a wonder that he still uses me in spite of me. Doesn't matter what you think. Doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. He still uses you in spite of you. And in those journeys of walking from my office to the pulpit, those are the same, same Sundays that I was coming out of a situation of failure that God dove into my soul and used me like he never used me before. I don't know if anybody's ever had that situation. You're a singer, you're a worshiper, worship leader, whatever you may do in ministry, but have that testimony coming out of a situation of failure, and yet God forgave you after your repentance and used you. And you, you really didn't want to do it because you knew what you did. Is there anybody here ever been there other than me? Amen. Amen, Pastor Hill. In fact, every day of my life. Thank you, sir. Hey, you ain't the only one, brother. You ain't the only one. You are not the only one. Believe that. Listen, folks folks always say, say, I I love when you do the declaration. I love to hear you preach. I love to hear you teach. You're an awesome preacher, awesome teacher. But you know, the truth of the matter is you don't know what I struggle with. And getting up there doing it because, as what Ruth said, of what people would say, what people think and stuff. And now I have to get to the point where it doesn't matter what you say. If God has forgiven me, he's still going to use me. If I could just piggyback on that, my brother. Wait, Um, wait, hold on on a second. Didi, go ahead, then then let him go. Ladies first, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. 
No, this is Ruth. <laughs> I mean, that was Ruth. That was Ruth. Okay. I wanted to say this. I, I wanted to piggyback off what Rochelle said about her daughter. I remember Pastor Coleman preaching. He said this. He said, the traits of the parents are the tendency of the child. And I just didn't want to be no old fool, y'all. I'm telling you, I repentance is so important to me. And it started back, I remember, oh, nine, changed, my life changing and asking God for forgiveness. And I got to get rid of this because I don't want to be no old fool. I don't want my kids to repeat the things that I had done. I don't want my kids out there hustling, you know, doing something strange for a piece of change. No. I was like, uh-uh. I, and, you know, now, and I look at my kids, and now I get to tell them. And all these declarations are very important because I repeat. They always call me, Mama, what, the, what was the declaration about? I'm like, won't y'all just call in? But everything I hear from every um, person that does the declaration, I share this information with my kids. They need to know this. They need to know how to live and how to respect people. And you ain't got to do that to get this. You know, an honest living, you know what I'm saying? And, and then, and, and as I, when, I, want, I want to say this really quick. I remember sitting in a cell, I, I don't forget, but 2011, sitting in a cell and, and all the stuff that I had done, and a white woman was in the um, Caucasian woman sitting in the cell with me. She looked at me. I ain't never known her. I didn't ever say nothing to her. Didn't she didn't know my business? But God will talk to you through people. That woman told me. She said, because I was sitting there scared as I don't know. I, man, I, I must have been shaking like a leaf. She said, "You say you believe in God, don't you?" And I'm like, I looked at that lady. I'm like, what is she talking about? I don't even. She don't even know I'm a believer. But that was God speaking through that lady. I'm in a cell. In the cell, y'all, federal. And she looked, she told me in her orange suit, you say you believe in God? I'm in there sharp as a tack. All name brand clothes didn't mean nothing. Nothing. You a believer? I was like, whoa. I would never forget that. But God is a deliverer, y'all. I walked away there, didn't do no time and no restitution. That's a real story. Wow. Amen. All right. That was a brother going to go ahead. Go ahead. What was that? Uh, no, I was just piggybacking on uh, what you were saying. I'm um, going from the office to the pulpit, but what, while, if, while you're in the pulpit, you're preaching and teaching, and the things that you're doing affect you as well. Um, and you're still struggling with some certain areas, and you're just saying, ouch, while you're preaching. <laughs> and so, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, everybody goes through uh, a period of having to deal with the issues that they're preaching and teaching about as well. So I just want to say, you know, it, it can be hard. It can be hard both ways. Yeah, stories told about um, a pastor who argued with his wife all night long. He argued with her. They fussed. They fought. They cussed each other out and this and that. And the morning came, she said to him, I know you ain't going to get up there and preach this morning after you done talked to me like you did all night long. He said, baby, I thought about it, but I ain't got nobody else to preach this morning. <laughs> I ain't got no choice. I got to preach this morning. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> all right. Anyone else? Anyone else before we close out? Anyone else? Anyone else? 
anyone else. No. Have, not uh, any, uh, go, go ahead. I can't hear you going in and out. Can you hear me now? I can. It's Jubilant. Juliet. How you doing? Happy New Year. Hey, hey, Juju. Tell, tell, tell your husband I got some I got some lotion. <laughs> well, you can tell yourself. You are you gonna be at the um uh at the uh gala? I'm not because I I didn't get a chance to sign up. Um, I was too late to sign up. And Dee Dee told me she said you can do you got to do it today. And I said okay, I'm gonna do it today. And I actually forgot. So I know they needed a head count. So no, I'm not gonna make it. Oh, oh well, I'm definitely gonna miss you. Um. This is some good stuff. I got to go back because I didn't hear, um, I barely heard any of the declaration this morning, but um, just listening to the conversation, and I was thinking about, you know, when we're t- talking about doing stuff like in, in spite of how you're feeling or what you've done, because we all are, like you said, in this race together. Scripture says the race not give to the swift or the strong, but to those that endure. So it's about that saying in, in the race, um, despite. But I was also thinking about Paul, you know, after he, you know, um, he had that affliction, he asked God to take it away three times. And he didn't take it. My grace is sufficient. And I just think about, you know, um, as we go through life, yeah, we have our challenges and stuff. And sometimes the challenges are there to keep us humble. And I feel like, you know, so that we don't get, you know, caught up. Sometimes he allows things to stay there as a reminder. You know, I, I thought about, um, who was it? Uh, was it? Uh, Jacob that had the problem with his hip, you know, so sometimes I feel like he allows certain things to stay there. So that, you know, as a reminder, but also to keep us humble, his way of keeping us humble. So I just want to put that out there. You know what? You said that uh, the race not given to the swift. I wish Dee Dee would sing that for me one time. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'd love to hear her sing. Uh, matter of fact, Dee Dee, um, you know, last Sunday my worship leader went at the Sacramento Church, so I had to do praise and worship. Uh, He's not going to be there next Sunday either, so I'm going to need you to slide through Sacramento and, and hook that up for me, okay? Um, y'all y'all got to hear Dee Dee say. Um, um, okay. You're wrong. <laughs> no, Rochelle asked me why I ain't had Dee Dee come do praise and worship for me. I mean, because she acts too funny sometimes. You know, her new her new A-track came out, and, you know, she, she acts funny sometimes. So, you know, okay, but that's all another story. Okay, anyway. Um, okay, is there, if there's not another, any more questions, comments before we close? We got to laugh, y'all, before we get off this line. We got to laugh. Good morning, Pastor Lavelle. Can I ha- please have your address in Sacramento to the church? Oh, I don't be put. I got warrants. I can't be putting out my stuff out like that. The police looking for me. Putting my stuff out like that. You play too much, Lavelle. You play too much. Goodness, police be looking for me. You putting my stuff out. You know, every time they get me and stuff. No, um, it is um, uh, five six two zero. Watt okay. Avenue. Watt Avenue. Five, 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 five six two zero Watt Avenue. Okay, God Watt bless Avenue. you. Watt Avenue. Yeah, and uh, it, we start at eight o'clock on Sundays in Sacramento. Eight o'clock. Okay. Eight o'clock. Okay. Eight, 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 God bless. Yeah, they, got God bless. A, they, they got a pretty good preacher there too. All right, I'm coming to check him out and bringing my brother. He just got out doing thirty-seven years. Okay. Okay. Praise God. Y'all know, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell you how God works. Um, 
where I am right now on this garbage route, um, Sister Cynthia, who's on the call, I pulled up on her at one of her clients' house here in Sacramento, and it was amazing because I hear on the call that she had been visiting the church and stuff and then joined the church. So you never know who you might run into. So praise God. Amen. All right? All right. No, if there's not another today, I thank everyone. I hope you were blessed today. Um, uh, reflection the rest of this month um, uh, on repentance. And remember uh, to go to God and be sincere about your repentance, all right? Repentance is for you, all right? And to keep uh, sharpen your relationship with God. Amen. Amen. All right? I love everyone. If you need a church home in Stockton or Sacramento, y'all, please stop by and see us and visit us and um, and come hang out with us. Don't forget there's TNT Bible Study right here on Tuesday nights um, on Facebook Live, Zoom, and uh, um, and conference calls. So uh, please join us, join us, join us, join us. Um, I love everyone. Um, have a wonderful day. Go to worship on Sunday uh, and make sure you worship and make sure you see God in the worship because if you go to worship and you don't see God, you have not worshiped. All right? All right? Everyone have a wonderful day. Blessings. Blessings on everyone. Bye-bye. Peace and love. You guys have a Love you guys. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Pastor. Have a a wonderful day, everyone. Have a blessed day.